this your boy Chris J on the mic. Let's start another episode of No Chill on the Podcast. This will be episode four. Um, just so you know, this was recorded on January twenty second, twenty seventeen. And yeah, just wanna bring up who's my favorite co host. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Beth. Yo, it's Kenny G. Alright, so pretty much this is our anniversary episode. Yeah, I know, right? Three years strong, getting married this year, so oh, yeah. probably the last time we'll like seriously, seriously celebrate our anniversary of dating. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna pretty much be now, but hey, we married <laughs> anniversary, yeah, yeah, one year married, <laughs> four years strong, in them up, yeah. So <laughs> it's true. I mean, so. From here on, it's like, hey, like so. So we did a good job. Just I want to say, well, we always do a good job celebrating our anniversary. It's never been like a moment where it was like, Ugh, I don't want to spend time with you, you ugly boy. Nothing no, like that. Right? No, last year. I mean, last year I got sick afterwards. Remember, because oh, yeah. we went to Shaitung last year and uh, I got sick. Oh yeah, you did get sick, and I was like, you yeah, sick, bro, man. Like I haven't had Shaitung in a minute. So I was like, I I didn't get sick. It was a lot of food left, but she did get sick though. Mm-hmm. That's why you took all our leftovers. I low key did. <laughs> it was a lot of leftovers. Like I think we was like my whole house was eating good for a good couple of days because yeah. all those leftovers. I mean, yeah, we ate good, and then yeah. I got sick. I know, it but sucks. this year was a good one. Yeah, this one was definitely good. We pretty much went to um my favorite place, her favorite well, place. Our favorite place now, because like place. after the first time I took her here, even though she's been there, she told me about it. Uh, Uncle Julio's like I pretty much like yo this is legit mm-hmm. like it's legit mm-hmm. but yeah like if you've never been to Uncle Julio's definitely recommend it definitely fire food Mexican food of course and if you do happen to indulge in alcoholic beverages then my favorite drink is called the swirl it is a margarita sangria mix and it is excellent I don't know how to taste because. I was under the medication, so I I didn't want to end up like. Uh, Wait, why from were Empire. you? Why were you under medication? God. I'm dealing with two fakes. Dang! Don't make people think that you just. I know. Out you. I know. Like I just didn't end up like Jamal from Empire, so like I didn't want to mix it, mix it all up. Mm-hmm. But hey, but so I kept it to myself, which was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Pretty much, we're going to talk about relationships on this episode. So, since this is our anniversary episode, I was like, let's do a relationship episode. And we're going to talk about various topics. I asked a few uh, people, friends, and all of that. Like, any questions or any topic they would want us to go over and all of that. But, best way to feel like to start it is just tell our story, how we came to be. Mm-hmm. So, who wants to, you want to start or you want Mm-mm, me to go ahead? You go ahead and basically... You're going to tell a story, and I'm going to interject during the parts where you're overreacting or exaggerating the story. That's just how it's going to go. So, go ahead, baby. That's a lot of pressure, because I feel like most of the time I'm right. No, 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 no. You like to exaggerate certain parts of the story. For the most part, you're right, but certain parts you exaggerate. So, those are the parts where I will interject. So Okay. So, I'm going to try to make this as less interjectable as possible. But pretty much, let's say it all started 
off. It all started off on a beautiful, beautiful day. I was working at GameStop, and I was closing. They always had me closing at that store, low-key. Like, <laughs> I stayed closing, especially on weekends. But that was, like, the best time to make money, though. Um, but, and it was most most busiest part of the day, too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so pretty much, um, I was closing, and I think, yeah, she came in the store, and she had a little brother with her, and I was, like, due for unforgivable. I'm like, I don't care about your little brothers, and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But, like, normally I'm not the type to flirt when girls are with their siblings and all of that. But it came to be happiness time and all of that. So we was flirting. She was in the store for like a good minute. She ended up buying like two things and all of that. Mm-hmm. We would have been talking a lot more longer, but her mama came in the door like, what's taking you so long and all of that? Yeah, because my mom was just, my mom was sitting in the car because we came like right after church. I wanted to buy my brother some video games like a good big sister. And uh, now, she, now she bought me all the video games. <laughs> Yes, now I buy you the video games. Um, and so, yeah, we I would have been in there way longer. But like you said, my mom came in there like, what the hell is going on? Why is this taking so long? What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm doing her voice. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, we was flirting. We walked in. I didn't get the number, though, which was the, why did I do that part? Even uh, the manager at the time, he was like, yo, why didn't you get a number? I was like, gee, I tweaked. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it was very intriguing to me that you that you didn't um, ask for my number. I kind of enjoyed that, and it made me think about that interaction even longer. The fact that you wasn't like thirsty, like it wasn't like overly aggressive flirting. It wasn't like oh, you need me in your life type flirting. It was just like. It was a very nice interaction. And even the fact that you didn't get my number just made me like appreciate that interaction even more and think about it even more. Cause especially because like at that point I wasn't in a real good place. And so that just, that little interaction made me feel good. Yeah, I wasn't really in a good place neither. Wait, no, I was just getting out of that place pretty much for me. So, like, I was just getting out of that dark hole mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in. So, like, at that point, I was flirting with anything. That was the summer of the repertoire. Shout out to my boy Day Trail and Elon. We were some bad boys back there on that summer. <laughs> but, yeah. But, so at that point, I was just flirting with anything just to get my game back up because my soul was snatched away from me. But anyway, so then I didn't get her number, no social media, nothing. So I was like, okay. So kind of just kept it trucking from there and all of that. And then one day I was like, hmm, my friend Kia, she has a blog. I got some things I want to let go. Shout out to Kia. Shout out to Kia because this is pretty much where things became. Interesting. Definitely interesting and eternal. (laughs) <laughs> so pretty much uh, I made a blog post I was young stupid at that time I wasn't as socially aware woke wop the bam as I am now and sensitive to, and sensitive to certain topics so I made a at, the, at not, that time really wasn't that problematic but it really is problematic now 
post. What was it? What was it about? It was I don't about. Know, I'm gonna find it. It was like it was a call to black women. Oh yeah, that was the issue right there. <laughs> like, at this point, feminism wasn't a big thing. Black feminism wasn't a big thing. Women were not like legit like speaking out, speaking out like they are now. So, like at that time frame, it was like okay like maybe you're kind of right here and mm-hmm. all that and like at the time like like i said i was kind of a hurt ass hurt little nigga at the time <laughs> so it was like okay but kenny liked the uh, blog post yeah she, i did she and, liked my problematic ways and like <laughs> i really want to find it just to read it again like but thinking back on it i i know that now i probably wouldn't agree with it <laughs> I don't even agree with it. I haven't read it in a year, but just thinking about some of the things I said, I, I'm like, gee, might be in my uh, Apple notes. I think, I think it might have been a love letter to your ex. Probably. I think that's what it was. Pro- I, I want to say a you, love letter. Not a love letter, no, no, but it's crazy it, was part, it was parts in it where it was like a... F you. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. But go ahead, baby. But, um... Well, yeah, it's probably my Apple notes, but yeah. So, Kenny liked the post. She followed me on Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. Mm-hmm. Found Instagram first, and I recognized. I was like, I don't know where, but I seen you before. You said I never forget a pretty face. I really don't. <laughs> so in my and then like I was kind of creepy on Instagram. I kind of broke some do laws, but at the same time, we all did. If we seen a chick that was just hot, she like. I mean, I said hot. But like, you've seen a chick who's just, like, bad and all of that. It's like, dude, you don't spit your game. But at the same time, I just felt someone was like, yo, I've seen this chick before. So, I was like, I noticed that she posted pictures on 87th Street bus. So, I was like, yo, you hop on 87th Street bus? I probably, that's, probably, probably, like, I, that's probably where I saw her from and all of that. He said, you be at the Herald's up there. Yeah, like, then I was like, yo, you could, like, at the same time, like, and then she took the picture by the Herald's, too. So, I was like, yo, you go to that Herald's? She's like, yeah, I go to that Herald's and all of that. So, it was like little ways. So, then after that, I just kind of chill back, back and all of that. And, yeah, I was just chilling back, back, push the pedal a little bit. And then... Then she just got on Twitter and realized I was a hot nigga on Twitter. Oh, my God. I was an up-and-coming hot nigga on Twitter. I'm still is an up-and-coming hot nigga on Twitter. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't follow me, though. But you, we say our Twitter is at the end of every episode. You talking about don't follow me because I don't want them to see my uh, my woke but ignorant ways. Bay, do you realize that on three episodes I have thus yet far, to have somebody? My followers have not increased. I used to have more followers than me. You don't even tweet. <laughs> you just probably retweet a couple of things. I know. Every now and then, I just get on there and I retweet a couple of things, and that's it. And that's it. But. So yeah, then she that's when she started like, you know what? That's when she started getting becoming an aggressor. And with me as a guy, that don't phase me cuz like, hey, it's kind of cute cuz at times I get tired of being the aggressive. Like, I want you know, the aggressor. Yeah, I, uh, the aggressor. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Miss Vocabulary. <laughs> the aggressor. Yeah, I'm tired. I get tired of being an aggressor, so like it's attractive And this I, is why I interject. I wouldn't say that I was the aggressor. I would just, just what I would do is, I noticed Christians, <laughs> I noticed Christians tweeting habits, and so, <laughs> stop looking at your nails. 
I noticed Christian's tweeting habits and I was interested in him, but I did not want to DM him. So what I did was whenever he would tweet, then I would tweet. But I wouldn't, like, tweet anything. Like, I wouldn't tweet him. I would just, like, say something. And because Christian is the nosy person that he is, he can't help but to comment. So I wouldn't say that I was the aggressor. I would just say that I was just trying to capture your attention in little ways. Now you can continue. Now, the funny thing about that is she would tweet about things that she knew I would probably react to. It wouldn't have been like she said, I made uh, I went to work today. Work was trash. And then I said, oh, why was work trash? Because that comes off as like one of them corny nigga uh, reactions to things. Like she said something about phones and like I'm like, oh, she likes shoes. I like shoes. Let's talk about that for a second because and all of that. Like I said, I noticed your tweeting habits. Exactly. So it was something about you that was very intriguing to me and I had to get to the bottom of it. I was still kind of at the point where I'm like, Hmm, maybe I want to add him to my repertoire. I didn't have a repertoire at this time frame too. At this point I was getting, Oh yes. You, I didn't not purposely. Oh yeah. Shorty likes hiding behind sitting in the dark sitting behind the couch no nah, you didn't purposely have a what repertoire just, but you had bored. when i was bored you you had a repertoire it wasn't a rep it wasn't you a, just had a string of females that would keep you entertained when you were bored a repertoire brother it wasn't like but my the repertoire was a little more lethal i'm not about to t- talk about please the don't but go ahead but yeah but at the same time, Kenny has Kenny piqued my interest in a way that I couldn't even explain. Mm-hmm. That was the key thing with that. She just had my interest. Other people was like, "Okay, I'm bored. It's eleven o'clock. You messaged me. <laughs> oh, you skyped me. Oh, you Facetime me. Oh, why are you sitting behind the back of the couch in the dark? <laughs> Stuff like that. But anyway, so then it was the it was two. What was it? Yeah, uh, it was the night. NBA, yeah, and this it was the NBA, the night of the NBA, uh, this, this, regular season open. There we yes. go, regular season <laughs> open for the NBA. Yeah, Bulls versus Heat. Yeah, and I was a fan of the Heat because oh. I hated the Bulls because they were a piece of crap and everybody overrated the Bulls. And plus, I love LeBron and I love D Wade. They were both my favorite players. And I'm a Bulls fan. Always have been. Always will be. And so, of course, I was cheering on the Bulls. And like I said, I'm always going to love Chicago. Like, I'm always going to be a Bulls fan. But I hated that team because I feel like that team was overrated. If people just did the most. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, the 2013 Bulls, the most was like, and then I think literally. So, then we was talking. She was like, how, how am I a Heat fan? So, pretty much just used that as a opportunity to slide in them DMs. They explained. He like, did because, I like I said, I was cheering for the Bulls. He was cheering for the Heat. I said, I could probably pull up the conversation if I wanted to. I said, oh, just when I was starting to like you, something I might not like about you. He like, no, but I'm a rational Heat fan. I said. Not a lot of us. It's really not. I'm a rational basketball fan in general. Yes. Um, And I was like, okay, tell me how. And then he was like, it's a long story, but I'll DM you. And I said, okay. That was me granting him permission to enter my DMs. Pretty much. 
So yeah, so then I told a long story. It wasn't a long story at all. It was like well, with Twitter. Think about it like that. If it's more than five tweet, five because at that point in Twitter, uh, DMs couldn't been like a wall long. Like you had mm-hmm. to follow the one forty rule with mm-hmm. tw- uh, DMs. So it was like five tweets of DMs in a way. So long story in a way. No. For Twitter standards, yes. Okay, baby. So yeah, so then from there we were just DMing all night. Then I got her number. Um, yeah, I got her number. We were texting. And then from there, I was like, yeah, I'm about to win. Oh, yeah. And then what really, like, we was flirting, but at the same time, she wasn't trying to flirt. But she, when she said, I'm the bestest, I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <Cha-ching>. <laughs> so then I was like, so then from there, I was like, okay. And then next night, I think we talked on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then the night after that, we you FaceTimed, and then I just kept smiling because she was she was fine. She, like y'all don't understand, this is a was, fine woman, right? There. It is a fine woman. Okay, she, this is a fine woman right here, man. <laughs> so I was like, I just couldn't do nothing but smile and all, and she smile. and she creeped out. About he that. couldn't do nothing but smile and stare at me. And ladies, listen. It wasn't the regular like a dude just looking at you. A dude. It was. It wasn't that. It was like. He was staring into my soul, and it it was exciting, but it was very creepy for me because, like I stated earlier, I was still navigating my way out of, out of my dark place, and just the way he was staring at me, staring into my soul, he was just staring at me like I could love you one day. And so, yes, it freaked me out a little bit. Yep. But I think I... And then... At this point, it was a game of hide and seek. <laughs> like, we were talking, but at the same time, she'll go a week or two without talking to me. I would. I would. But Christian would still text I was me very, every I was persistent. Day. He would text me every morning, good morning. And then, let me tell y'all what he did. I'll be in class. I'm like, well, I didn't text her good morning. Let me text her good morning. <laughs> then, let me tell y'all what he did. A month into... Him, I would I would say us texting, but I'm just gonna say him texting me. He sent me this long message one day, basically saying happy anniversary. Oh yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> I felt bad, but at the same time, I didn't care. <laughs> and then pretty much the long, like pretty much, I was like, hey, we've been talking for a month. We off the bound. That's good. And plus, at the same time, I knew you liked me. You liked me, so I did like you. Yes, you still you do. Would just, of course but I I'm do. Just, I was aggressive. He is, yes. And I knew what I wanted. And I knew how I liked it. <laughs> she had it all. I wanted it all. So, and deep down, she wanted the same. If not, she wouldn't give me access to the DMs and other things. But anyway, yes. <laughs> Literally, think about it. We moved pretty fast. And I think that's, and at the same time, you got too excited. But at the same time, that's why you ran. You said, I got too excited. No, really brother. Excited. We both no, got excited. brother, you got real excited. We both got real That's excited. That's why you were sending me a long text message a month in. Some dudes send chicks long messages on the first time they get in a DM. I understand I told that. a story at least. I understand that. But what I'm saying is you got real excited. Okay. And you're worth getting excited for. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not in the And wrong. then it creeped me out. Still came back. <laughs> yes, after two weeks. It was more a week and a half. A week and a half. After you sent me that message, I was like, uh... I pretty much told okay. her, like, she was, like, because at the time, I was, like, 
at that point, I was trying to get myself ready for what God wanted me for and a woman. So I always studied Proverbs mm-hmm. 31, mm-hmm. right? Proverbs 31 pretty much talking about the ideal woman for a man of God. I am man of God. I was OG man of God Twitter. But at the same time, with that being said, yeah, I shouldn't have said that right away. But at the same time, I had to let it out just so she can know. So she knows in her heart, like, hey, you know what? That muff right there, <laughs> he sees me that way. And that's not a bad thing at all. No, absolutely not. It's not a bad thing. I It just creeped me out mm-hmm. because I'm just like, am I ready for this man? And so I had to go on a two-week sabbatical. One week and a half. <laughs> I had to go on a sabbatical for a week and a half just to see if this was what I really wanted. And I came back. Definitely did. She texted me back and everything. <laughs> but the weird thing is, throughout the whole game of cat and mouse, every Wednesday morning, I would still set my alarm and listen to your radio show. Yeah, that's faithfulness, right? And there. I don't know. That's why I knew I had her. And, like, because, like, the. The opener was on a Tuesday. That Wednesday morning. And I hate getting up in the mornings. That Wednesday morning. I was listening to your radio show. And every Wednesday morning. Even when I was barely texting you back. On Wednesday mornings. You can always count on me. To listen to your radio show. And I didn't know why. I was doing that. Because I had her wrapped around my finger. Oh really? You had me wrapped around your finger Christian? <laughs> adorable. So you can't deny that. So, but yeah, so she was still listening to the show, and then, but at the same time, I definitely appreciated it, though. I know you did. So and you then, expressed that. Yep, I definitely gave me did. a couple shout outs and everything. Yep, and even when she wasn't talking to me, but at the same mm-hmm. time, the little time she responded, that gave me the hope. <laughs> and all that because at the same time like I was truly like nope I ain't giving nobody a time of day I was literally getting every single woman out the way that I didn't want to deal with whether they were in freaking Chicago whether they were in freaking North Carolina and all of that gone adios and all of that they were yeah. all gone so like I pretty much went like three days with no with uh, literally nothing well I won't say three days I'm Wait being silly I'm just, what do you mean by that statement? I was being goofy. What? It was just a joke. Relax. Like I, but like pretty much like I was literally go- I had nothing because at that point like by the time like a few days like nobody talked to me no more. Good. That's what I meant. Like I had nothing. Oh okay. Good. Nobody talked. They all needed to be out the way. See. And then once they were all out the way, like then that's when she started getting consistent. <laughs> and all of that. Then we had our first date at Flacco's Taco. It's always Mexican joints with us. I know. But you know, the funny, it took us a minute to get to our first date. Because I, see, the thing was, I knew that once we went on our first date, that would be the deciding factor for me. Because with me, a lot of stuff I operate in how, how I feel, how it feels. So I just knew, I'm like, okay. When we go on this date, it's going to determine it all. It's going to determine whether or not we're going to continue in this. 
And so the first time we set a date, I flaked out. She did. And so, like, I, I felt, I kind of felt bad, but at the same time, I was just like, he'll be okay. And then, I want to say it was like two weeks or a week later. About a week later. I about think. a week later, that's when we had our official first date, December 18th. Yep. 2013. Oh, slippery outside, cold one a day. Mm-hmm. Walked to a crib. Thank God for the U pass. Because we was going downtown. I had my car, but at the same time, not, I do not like driving downtown mm-hmm. and all of that. So, literally, so went to her crib, avoided, some, uh, avoided slipping a little bit, picked up at her house. She came out. I was like, oh, she's shorter than she, She's not that short. She's short, but she's not that short. She made it seem like she was like four foot eleven or something. I just wanted you to know I was short, and you made it seem like you were three hundred pounds. Three fifty, but (laughs) because like a lot of people say, like, "Dang, you big!" I'm like, "Nick, I'm that big." (laughs) So every time we would talk, you would just make a mention of how big you were, and so and so I'm just like, "Oh my god." And so I'm just like walking down the stairs like I hope I can at least wrap my arms around this man because if not, I don't know how I'm gonna deal. Yeah, but she gave me a hug and then we walked. Mm-hmm. Little did I know her mom was stalking me outside the window. Yep. Like Batman uh, at night or yep. something. She was right in the window and she yeah. texted me and said, Yeah, why does he have on pink pants? And they were not pink, they were they were camouflage <laughs> gray. It was a black gray, and then like the main color was like a light pink. It wasn't like it was a oh yeah like a like girly girl pink. It was like a chill pink. Like it wasn't like a out there pink. And plus, you really had to look just to see it. So for her to look out the window, she had good sight to see that. Mm-hmm. Look, so we walked. Show me where she slipped. There. I felt I felt bad, and I was like, "You okay?" Walked the bam, caught the bus. And then bus ride went smooth. Got mm-hmm. on the red line. She put her hand on her head on my chest. I won. Yeah. And then went to Uncle uh, Uncle. Uh, I mean, ta- Flacco's Tacos downtown. Mm-hmm. Now I never been there, but everybody told me it was good <laughs> at Columbia. So I was mm-hmm. like, that's my first time trying it. So it was the first time for both of us. Mm-hmm. We liked it. It was fire, and all of that. And I paid for my own food because I wasn't sure if I was gonna like him. And I didn't want him to think that he had the leg up on me because he paid for my meal. It just wasn't happening. Pretty much. So, I didn't have a problem with it because I respected it. Like, like I was going to pay, but she caught me off guard with that. I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I just moved him out the way and said, I got mine. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. I was like, okay. Like, it saved me, like eight dollars that week <laughs> but yeah so then um pretty much then we walked around downtown for a little bit held her hand then she had to go to work i had to go to church um kissed and then we that was our first kiss when we were separate our ways that and that kiss <laughs> that's why i definitely knew i won because i don't kiss people i don't she don't she she really don't like she really that's something she did bring up was like she don't believe in kissing like for me like 
I feel like that was one mistake I made in the early part of my relationship. Like, my last relationship was that. But at the same time, it's just me. I'm very fit into physical affection and all of that. So, like, that what, that meant a lot. But at the same time, I was, like, working on I was like, look, if I don't get a kiss, I'm cool with a hug and all of that. But when she when we kissed, I was like, ching. I was, <laughs> I was on the train smiling, geeked out. I didn't put my headphones on right away. I was, like, sitting there. I was in train. Everybody's talking, like, what this big-ass nigga smiling for? <laughs> and it's just the way it happened because... We are uh, what? What was that, Monroe? Yeah, it was Monroe. We we had just one. We got some frozen yogurt too. Oh yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. I think I paid for that. You you did pay for that because at that point I was I you had me. See <laughs> your face, but we're standing there waiting for our trains. My train was going one way. His train was going the opposite way. Our trains pulled up. So we're standing like right in the middle of the platform. And like we're like holding hands and stuff. Our trains pull up at the same time. Look at God. (laughs) And then it's just like we looked at each other and we hugged and then we kissed and then we just walked. I would actually like to replay that scene. And then we just like walked our opposite ways to the train. You have no it business going looked, up north. Huh? You have no business going up north now. <laughs> no, I'm saying oh. like for pictures or something. Oh, yeah. Because that was just. That would be pretty dope. Maybe we should talk to Chelsea about that. Okay. Anyway, but that was just. And like all day, all night at work, I was just like in the best of moods because I'm just like, that was such an amazing day. Yeah, I went to church and uh, I told the guys. Day Trail and Ch- I think was Chaz there at the time? But yeah, Chaz was, I think Chaz was running late. So Day Trail was there because he was faithfully early and he had nothing to do. So he was always at church on time. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we was, so I was telling him, like, yeah, I just got back from the day. He was like, we walked down, we talked, and all that. No, wait, I had to get home, get my car, then drove to church and all of that. So then, talked to Day Trail about who off the channel. And then I was like, yeah, I think, I think we good here, bro. I think, yeah, G. So then, um, <laughs> hey. But I think we good here, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Like, because, like, like, it was between, like, if me and Daytra, we our relationship was, like, one of us going to get in a relationship is going to be the beneficial for both of us. So, like, same way how our relationship kind of, like, helps Daytrail out in little mm-hmm. ways. I feel like if Daytrail was in a relationship before I was and I was in his situation, it'd be, like, mm. the same. Okay. So... But yeah, so um, da, 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 where was, oh yeah, so then da, from that point, I, yeah, we won. Like he we, had me. Yeah, I, we and wasn't official though because her mom didn't meet me. I I wanted my mother to meet him before I entered into a relationship with him, and so. But from that point, everybody thought we was in a relationship. Even like, her mom. Yeah, like he had me, <laughs> like, and we would talk all the time, every day. We would start our day, end our day, like it was just nonstop. Yep, like it was, it was dope for me because I was happy and she, I knew she was happy too, mm-hmm. and everybody else could see how happy I 
excuse me, I was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Same. then, so when I finally met her mama, it was like, hey, I'm just like she told me like don't play no games. I'm not play games, and mm-hmm. I'm tired of games because the last bomb seen your jackass. <laughs> no sense of button for that. Yeah, because he played games, and I like had to like stress to her like I don't play games. She was impressed. I ate some some quality lasagna mm-hmm. and all of that changed my life and i was like yeah i'm marrying her after that that was like the <laughs> last call like yeah we getting married <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it was cool and then from there it was like hey black excellence mm-hmm. black became, excellence became a thing mm-hmm. and then like like yeah you see you mugs see our relationship i ain't afraid we ain't both not ashamed to show our relationship on social media so nope so it's like hey hey we're happy it is what it is so it's like, hey, yeah. but, <laughs> anything you want to add on to it, though? Um, no, I mean that's that's basically it. That's how our relationship started and was formed, and now here we are, three years later, celebrating our three year anniversary and getting married in six months and fourteen days. So seems like plenty of time, but it's not. It's really not. But. We now every day you think of something new that needs to be done. And then don't even get me started yeah, on that. But yeah, so since y'all know how we came to be, there was a few things I just wanted to talk about before we get to the questions. So like ways we keep our relationship fresh. I know? feel like I kinda of feel like we're too young for that question. Well, we've been together for a minute though. So it's like I know but Usually, I don't know. Maybe it's because we do a peop- good job doing it. Maybe naturally. it's because people are in this newfangled, new age relationship. I don't sound wise. She said newfangled, <laughs> new age. <laughs> I mean, but maybe it's because we're in this newfangled, new age stage of social media where, like, everything is like fifteen seconds or less. Everything is sick like six months you on for six months then you off so I mean but I just feel like I feel like we're too young for that question because we not we not married yet usually people ask that question to married couples um after being together and after like after being together for a length of time and after having children and then you still see them and they still seem like that youthful happy couple after you know after like they've been having sex with the same person like over and over again usually those the people that get asked that question I just don't feel like I don't know maybe it's just me but I just don't feel like we at that stage for we at that stage in our relationship where that question applies to us I mean what what you think I don't know. Like, I feel like it's always, like, necessary. Like, it's with any friendship, relation, any relationship, whether it's, like, a dating relationship like us, engagement, whatever, or just, like, a regular friendship, like, ways to keep it fresh. Like, it's stuff I feel like that often needs to be, like, you know, freshen up. Like, I'm sure, like, even with, like, you and Tori's relationship, friendship, like, y'all find ways to freshen up, like, y'all weekly check-ins or something. It keeps y'all, like... I don't know. I mean, well, 
Tori and I fell off from those weekly check-ins because we both bad at responding to messages. Y'all are. And stuff. You randomly do it in the car. I'm like, it's Sunday. <laughs> it's our day. I'm just playing. I'm just joking. Relax. Um, but I mean, I don't know, baby. Well, you answer the question then. I just feel like we just do it naturally. Like we. That's always, not an answer, yes, baby. Is. We us. I feel like. But okay. it, some clearly the whomever asked you that question asked you because they want to know tips in order to carry that out in either whether they have a relationship or for a future relationship. So you can't say, okay. "Oh, we do it naturally." Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm just speaking for us right now. Like for us, I feel like it just comes naturally. Like we just have a and just the way our relationship came to be and all of that. It's just like, okay, hey, like, it just can't comes off like, hey, I really like this person. I really love this person. What can I do to make this person happy? What can I do to, like, you know, be sensitive? And I feel like one of the best things to do is just, like, be sensitive towards your partner's needs and wants. And that helps with keeping it fresh and just knowing, just trying to, like, be creative and be creative and just think about ways to be like you know what how am I gonna make this person happy how am I make this person feel like I care for them how, how am I gonna make this person feel like I'm here for you and nobody like nobody else can and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's stuff like that I feel like and that's what with us it, that's why I say we never had to even question that about us because we do it so naturally we're just two people who truly like care for each other truly love for each other where it's like E, I'm a like with you, like you randomly give me gifts or something, mm-hmm. something like that. Like you'll randomly be like, you know what? I'm gonna give Christian a gift. Let mm-hmm. me maybe something light or whatever. Well, I mean that's your love language though, so and that helps too. Is just by knowing each other's love languages, which is something that helps too. Is just like when you know each other's love language, it helps you be able to know like, hey, this is gonna keep this person happy. Mm-hmm. and all of that or like like yeah like you give me gifts or like you or like i just get you food randomly like hey you i get coffee yeah you I learn get you how coffee. to you learn how to make coffee yeah i learn how to make coffee for her mm-hmm. stuff like that it makes her so happy i ran like i may just randomly like get her a bag of chips or something like if i know i'm about to see you i'm like oh she likes arizona let me grab an arizona since i'm in the gas station or mm-hmm. something like that Oh, she likes ice cream. Let me get her ice cream. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It keeps it fresh and at the same time keeps you thinking at the same time. Like just always thinking about what keeps your what what would your partner would want to do. What ways stuff like that. Pretty much, I feel like that keeps it fresh and just willing to try new things. At the same time, like we we may not go on dates as much as we used to, which kind of sucks. But at the same time, we're paying for a wedding. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, like, we're always looking to do new things or something. Like, or, like, us doing the podcast together, that's something new. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's something I always want to do, but, like, her doing with it motivates me more. And then add something for us to just bond together with. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just, or just going on dates with other people and stuff like that adds fresher things to us. Shout out to Jasmine and Duran. Jasmine and Duran. And then uh, Marquisha and uh, Eugene. And Eugene. I almost called to him. Uh, young Yo Gotti. <laughs> you do like Yo Gotti. But yeah, like stuff like that just keeps it fresh. 
and all of that. Because at least that way you just... L-N-C-C and Xavier. L-N-C-C and Xavier. They were the first ones, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then just have, and just at the same time, like, watching new things. Like, Kenny watches... Even though we kind of been lacking, like, she watches anime now. She I got her on to Naruto. She likes the story. Yeah. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. Absolutely. And all that. Stuff like that. It's just, like, new ways to bond, to get into each other's world. Stuff like that keeps it fresh. So, yeah, that's that. Next thing I want to, like, talk about, this is just something I just want to get people to understand is submission. <laughs> ready to go? Th- want to hit this? Like, I want to hit this topic. I, like, because people... I always want to hit it. <laughs> but, because, <laughs> maybe I say this, because I feel like a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, have a really bad misunderstanding of what submission is. And people make it seem like one bowed out to the other and all of that. Mainly because of that scripture that everybody forgets to read the next couple of script, the next couple of verses after that, which kind of screws everything up. And that, that happens. People are not that bright, mm-hmm. and all of that, and they take it the wrong way. Like you got women now saying, "No, nah, I don't see myself submitting to a man," and then it's like it's not just like it's supposed to be both of us doing. Absolutely. And all of that, like. Even though we're not officially married, but even doing a relationship is little ways or even you just do it naturally because you love this person. You want to make this person happy. That is being submissive itself, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, like me, even though like or like me, I may have it. I may not have it in my budget to get Kenny coffee or Harold's or something. I do it anyway. Because I love her. That's just me looking well, out babe, for your best. That make it sound like you going broke for me. No, I'm, well, I want to say that make it sound sound like my. That make it sound like you're living beyond your means for me, and that is not. That is not submission. That's I foolishness. I know that is kind. Of, I did so phrase it. Yeah, I phrased it that way. <laughs> but yeah, I want to say I go broke for her. But like. Like me, like no, I want to get her some heroes. Let me get her some heroes. She needs some mild sauce in her veins. She gets some mild sauce in her veins. She needs coffee because she's crazy right now. Let me get her some coffee. You saying you don't go crazy for coffee? That's stuff uh, like that is just being submissive or just like or just I like mean, listening. Go, babe, go deeper than yeah. just I know. I know. I'm about to go into that. And then or let's just say like she's having a bad day and just me shutting up. Because I can talk. Oh, God. Me okay. shutting up and listening to her. That's me as a man being submissive to her and listening out to her. Mm-hmm. So, and then being sensitive to her needs. Mm-hmm. And that's being submissive to me as a man. And a lot of men don't feel, realize that it's little ways like that. It's ways you are being submissive because we are supposed to be submissive to our wives. Or even you could even say girlfriends because you do it out of love mm-hmm. and all of that. Submission comes with love at the end of the day it's not something you just choose to do you do it because you since you chose to love this person you're just going to naturally end up being submissive to this person Mm -hmm. and if you realize if you saying oh i'm not going to be submissive to no man or woman who you are in love with you're pretty that's not really love you just taking advantage of a person Mm -hmm. you just like i'm not changing for nobody not for myself or for this person and all of that and that's even part of submission itself is willing to change and little like for the better and all of that like you love this person you know and you just want it willing to change so like let's say like with me i would randomly have like random like 
if we had an argument or something, I'd get randomly get upset and uh, get really upset where I just shut everything away and I just want to stand in the corner alone or something like that. Because, like, I had to stop that because that's not that's me being submissive to my own self, but at the same time, well, God, something that don't line up with what God wants, which is me being submissive to God, but also being submissive to her because she don't like that. That's not something she likes me to see or do. That's being submissive hmm. and all of that. That's just and at the same time being sensitive to the fact like yo that's making her that concerns her too. That's being submissive too. A lot of people don't get that. Like people feel like oh no I'm gonna be me regardless. You can't like me as such. Then like okay, like if your way is toxic and not healthy for the relationship because the difference between somebody accepting you for who you are and accepting your toxic unhealthy ways and thinking like that person gotta love you he's gonna love you through it and all that he's gonna love you for you no matter what she's gonna love you for no matter what but at the same time if that is toxic and you know it's hurting the relationship you gotta be submissive enough to be like no i'm gonna change that you are absolutely you are absolutely right you i mean (laughs) i don't have anything to follow that because you're absolutely right I'm just saying, because a lot of people don't get that. Like they Clearly see, Clearly you're passionate about this, so please yeah, continue. I really don't. I, what else can I really say about it? Like I kind of hit on that. If you don't get that, and you want to argue me about it, then clearly you have problems and all that. Like I understand. Like a lot of like you see on social media, men saying, "I need a submissive woman." Black women can't be submissive when black women low key are the most submissive women out here, and all. That, and that's because they love us black men, and they or they just naturally love. And they just naturally just black women are naturally lovers. They are hard lovers, and all that. so like women are naturally going to be submissive, whether you believe it or not. Even guys ourselves, we are naturally submissive to. We pick and choose who we're submissive to, but like at the same time, it's our little ways that we're submissive. And people take it the wrong way of like bowing down, kiss my feet, and the man does nothing for you because the next scripture says the next couple of scriptures. Literally, I think that that whole uh, section of the uh, chapter in the Bible it ends with like man be submissive to your wives as Christ was to the church mm-hmm. so like if you gonna use scripture make sure you finish it mm-hmm. and all that cause like in context that just comes off like God is like no nah, women under man like yeah like God do want man to be in the head and the lead but at the same time it's like we gotta be like how Christ was to the, the church and be submissive to the church cause God I mean Jesus died for the church as in, we ourselves are making the ultimate submission of being. See, I'm be a preacher and all of that. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, but pretty much us guys are making ultimate sacrifice because we chose to date this one, we chose to love this one. We are giving up our willingness to be loyal to a woman and all of that, and to marry a woman. And that's pretty much why I feel like submission is important in a relationship. You are absolutely right, babe. I mean, I really don't have anything to add to that because you basically hit everything on the head. So, I mean, we could just carry on from that. But when you asked me, when you told me to, like, ask my friends questions that they have for us, I mean, I didn't ask none of my friends because anytime my friend or even just people that I know have a question they 
come right out and ask me or even people at work like I have this one guy that always asks me questions about relationships and our relationships so I mean but I was surprised that people don't really ask you questions well I thought about it after like yesterday the other day I was like what people do is just it just comes out weird if Mm -hmm. that makes sense so it's like people just be like they'll talk to me and then I just give them advice and then just bring us into it like besides like my own friends like that ask questions and all of that but like when I'm just talking to people like a lot of people like mainly because like a lot of people just don't feel comfortable going to a guy about a relationship Um, even if they know he's in a good healthy relationship but like people just don't actually come to me like Mm -hmm. it just I ask like I just made because me being the person I am nosy and like to talk to people Mm -hmm. and I care for people too Mm -hmm. so it's like if I see you going through something relationship wise I probably talk to you like listen and then I throw something at you advice wise Mm -hmm. and all of that so it's like if you and all of that that's how more comes towards me like for you it's just like you're a woman you're in a healthy relationship you're happy they people see you're happy even though people see me happy Mm -hmm. it's like I think it's just weird to come up to a guy and be like Yo, why do why the men wop the bam and stuff like that? Like, mm-hmm. um, it's like probably like a couple people who came out outright to me like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like even like with my closest friends, it's like they're open and all of that. We'll just discuss it and all of that because it's just how we are. But like outside of that, it's like okay, it's like mm-hmm. just probably that's probably the main reason why. But yeah, but I did. But most of these questions did come from a couple people. Well, I won't say a couple, a few people. I'm cool with. Cool I'm with the friends. I'm glad nobody asked. What? I don't want to talk about sex. That I'm not getting. <laughs> We're doing it for God. We're celebrating for God. And I'm happy. Like and like a lot of people like just to briefly go like yeah we are celibate until marriage we're abstinent to ma- well no we're technically because we have had sex in the past we just not with each other so we're more celibate. Mm, okay. Your yeah, abstinence is more different. Okay. Like it's like you abstaining from, even though you never yeah, had it. Abstaining from sex for marriage. Oh, but I feel like celibate sounds more better. Like I feel like it's the more proper term for us, because we're not like we were already like you know not still. But anyway, <laughs> but pretty much we both agree like not to have sex until we get um until we get married. And all of that, people sit. Well, I tell people that they get low key amazed because, like, as a uh, guy, amazed, amazed. Like they'll be like, the, people's eyes open. Like, wait, how do you do? <laughs> how do you do that, mm-hmm. bro? You know you. I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> and then people, and then you get the natural man. Um, man, we're sexual. Like, I'm oh, like, bro, God. I'm like, don't be. I'm like, geez, stop being head. Sad. And all that, like, gee, nobody told you that we're supposed to be like that. Like, but but some head ass told you that. And all that, we black, man. We probably, I'm like, no, we're not. Like, literally, I'm more than a sexual being and all of that. That's that's right, babe. Exactly. Like, God called me for more than that. Come God on. called you for more than Come that. Come on. I'm going to show pastor this. And then he's going <laughs> to sit there and be like, yo, I just got sent out the uh, bad word. But <laughs> <laughs> got to play this in our next marriage counseling session. That way I don't get pulled up on no more. T- I've been getting pulled on the past couple weeks, but anyway. But briefly, uh, like people really get amazed, especially towards me. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you do? I'm like, it's just I want to wait. Like my last relationship, like it was a lot of sex and all of that, but it didn't save the relationship mm-hmm. and all of that. Same. 
insane for Kenny. It was like, like okay, and we both ended up broken hearted and destroyed, mm-hmm. and all. And like even during like my break from women, and all of that, like I will, I learned about soul ties in a deeper way. I learned like what how sex can be harming, uh, not just physically with STDs or uh, worrying about being pregnant and all of that, but like just emotionally and spiritually too. Because mm-hmm. the main thing I did growing was spiritually and all that, and just learn how learn about my emotions better. And with that, like, I learned, like, you know what, it's possible for, because I really, I'm pretty much been, like, without sex for, like, five years now. Mm. Maybe about five years. Like, my, my penis been dry for five years. Babe! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Babe! So, I'm just letting y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, but... <laughs> Is it hard? I tell people all the time, yes, it's hard because, like, literally, I look at Kenny, I'm like, dang, this woman is so sexy and all of that. But it's like, just knowing, like, at the end of the day, it's going to be worth it at the end. Then people do ask the, well, how you know it's going to be good when you get married? Oh, my God. I hate that question. I hate that question. That question is so stupid because, for one, you could teach anybody, you could literally teach anybody how to stroke. And just in, in, with women, like, they, Women will be learn will be willing to learn to do anything for their man. That's just part of a woman's natural I way of being submissive. I hate that question. And then they always use the same example. Well, don't you test drive a car before you take it off the lot? <laughs> like you're not gonna keep your car for the rest of your life. Like I hate exactly. I hate that question and I hate that example. I just I just hate it because, exactly. like you said, that can always be taught afterwards, but. The thing is, a lot of times when people hear abstinent or celibate, they think it means, they also see it to me as a lack of intimacy because they equate one with the other when intimacy is something that's different from sex. So it's just like, I don't know. I just hate that question. Yeah, it's stupid. Because, like, thing is, like, what keeps, like, we kiss a lot. We hold each other a lot. We cuddle a lot. We take naps. Shout we, out to naps. I had to go to, like, naps. That's, once again, me being submissive. <laughs> but, um, and it's showing that men can and should be submissive. But, um, it's just, like, little things like that. Well, I don't even say little, but, like, we, I take those things to heart, and she takes those things to heart. Because, mm-hmm. like, as long as, like, I'm physically getting touched and stuff, I'm cool mm-hmm. and all of that. And then, at the same time, she uplifts me about my physical appearance all the time. So, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm good. A lot of, like, if you really need sex to, like, really determine somebody's worth being with and all of that, like, then, and then you end up unhappy and all of that, then, hey, that's on you at the end of the day. Really and sex is. will keep you stuck. It really would, because, like, literally, if you... Like, I recommend everybody look up soul ties. Like, if you make that decision to just get stuck with somebody, because, like, literally, it's so hard to break a soul tie. Mm-hmm. It is so hard, because, mm-hmm. like, it's just... Like, and, mainly, and, like, it goes for both men and women. Like, with guys, we show more outwardly, outwardly than women do. Like, would, like, take... It's, like, take on each other women almost. Like be like, yeah, that's Take my what? ownage. Ownership. Ownership. Thank you. See? <laughs> well, Babe, what is more, ownage? It sound more savage. <laughs> Very. But yeah, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but 
But it's like Talk about ownage. <laughs> it just it's just how it came that's just how it came to be. Let me fill up my good girl Google. Hold up. But anyway, but <laughs> it's like with guys we'll show up more like with ownership, like, yeah, that's mine no matter what and stuff like that. And even I was like that before I broke that soul tie with my ex and all that where it was like, Yeah, that's mine no matter what and all of that and even in little ways when even like when we were talking she had a whole nother dude little ways like that she'll show me more emotion like in like her words and like just more personal ways and all of that and it was like weird like women won't be like who had bogus. a whole nother dude my ex oh i thought you were talking about me like oh, nigga, what? Uh, yeah only just a real word and I was right about it, right? The state of owning something. See, ownership. So, oh. See? I, it just sounds more savage than ownership. You learn something new every day. That's why I love Google. But, yeah, it's Sorry, just like, uh, but like with women, they'll just show it more, like, emotionally and just being, like, willing to stay attached to somebody even if they're not together. Stuff like that. Because... That's just how soul ties are. And then even then, you just, it makes you feel attached to that person. Like, you'll feel, like, even if you, like, happy or something like that. And then you just, like, even though that could be kind of like being bipolar or depressed or anxiety or something like that. But you just suddenly be thinking of that person and just feel something about them that's off and all of that. Like, even like even though I feel like, even though me and Kenny don't have sex, like, I still, we have a soul tie. Because just how much we interact our intimacy level is mm-hmm. it just became a more of a healthy soul tie and all that where it's like we feel for each other like if she knows something is wrong and i don't even call her like she just knows and all of that or and vice versa yep or if i'm with you i could tell by the way you breathe or like earlier um when you said it was something i was doing with my fingers and that's how you knew it yeah, like Something at church today, like Kenny was playing with her fingers and all that. I'm like, she never plays with her fingers and all of that and all of that. So I'm like, okay, she something's bothering her. She wasn't laughing at my jokes. <laughs> something's bothering her. Maybe they wasn't funny. They were funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just stuff like that. Like you just they natu- were funny. It's just naturally just no. So... Yeah, that's just pretty much, like, why, like, I recommend waiting to marriage. But even for us, like, we doing good without it. We are doing good. And then mm-hmm. when I finally stick it in her, she's going to love it. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you so much. <laughs> Yeah, Usually I'm the vulgar when I love it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna move more. As long as she gets these laughs, so we're gonna move on to questions that like people cool with me, people cool who I deem as friends and all of that. I wanted to uh, have like a questionnaire oh aspect for us. Man, I wasn't expecting to be that funny. <laughs> because I was not expecting you to say that. Yeah, it's so vulgar this episode. I love it. Make sure I don't show past that part. 
Please don't, babe. Oh, my I gotta God. make a pastors only version. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I love so, you so much. But yeah, so pretty much uh we're gonna discuss like questions that people <laughs> cool with me. I'm keeping anonymous because I want names then I'll let go out and all that but I know Apparently you- none of them listen anyway though. Exactly, which pisses me off. But I bet they'll listen now. Well, I love y'all though. I don't. I'm just kidding. But yeah. <laughs> so the first one is and like I got a lot of good questions too. But why do millennials have so many issues with relationships in marriage? So millennials that well, we we're deemed millennials, right? Yeah, millennials are like I gotta Google it, hold up. Cause yeah. I always get it confused. Yeah, I think millennials is from nineteen eighty six to ninety six. I think that sounds accurate. I want to say eighty six to ninety six, or until two thousand, be exact. Generation of people, very millennium, between nineteen eighty. Yeah, that's right. Nineteen eighty. To nineteen ninety five. Oh, okay. Dang, my little brother won't be a millennial. <laughs> he's just he's part of the like new nigga generation. Um, but yeah. So I feel like you want to answer that first, or you want me to go? Nope, right. you can go ahead. Right. I feel like that just comes from just we are like Kenny mentioned it earlier in the show. Uh, like we are like the new millennial generation. We are like very fast paced with everything like we rush to have sex before we even in a relationship so you already know how it operates before you already know like you already stuck before you even uh know a person's middle name and i feel like at the same time like we rush everything like we and then at the same time we don't take relationships that serious because like at the same time i think about it, like especially i will say this is more deemed towards us the black community than anything because like we don't see a lot of like happy homes like we used to we don't see a lot of um like stable healthy relationships and all of that like even relationships and marriages so it's like seeing like just like when people see me and kenny and how happy we are and just how stable we are and stuff like that people get amazed it's like Mm -hmm. people root for us Mm -hmm. and all like people see us as a legit hope Mm -hmm. and all of that Especially because we're on, like we're in our low twenties, so mm-hmm. people legit see us like, you know what, like, dang, that's hope right there for me. Mm-hmm. It's some good people out here, and all of that. So it's like it's stuff like that that just shows like, hey, like it it shows like how it's a lack. Because I'm pretty sure, like in the sixties, seventies, and even eighties, doing when mugs was crack babies and all of that, you had crackhead <laughs> marriage. Just like it wasn't like out there, out I'm there. Crack babies. But it's like you live, like you, like you will still see a lot of like positive black love and all of that, even though you didn't have social. And then I feel like social media plays a role too because you're more. It's like you think is you're exposed to more out there, so at the same time that adds more to the fast pace of relationships and all that. People don't and it and all that. I think people really lost the idea of what love is too. Like people really. They're lusting for love, but they're just lusting after lust, like pretty, like Drake. And then they lust for trust. And we have a lot of trust issues. Like social media played a big role in that because people are always making these stupid head ass memes and tweets saying 
yeah, X, Y, and Z, crap like that. It's the only way you can see trust. And then Drake doesn't help. Thank you for making Marvin's Room and Take Care because that was the most heartbroken album I ever heard in my life. But Take Care played a role in that too. It's just a lot of, like, people just got a wrong idea what love is supposed to be. And I feel like that definitely ruins, like, the idea of why millennials have issues with relationships. Anything you want to add to it? Um, I mean... I mean, I feel like a vast, I don't want to say a majority, but a good amount of millennials are not even really focused on relationships. They more so go-getters trying to start their own business. They don't want to work for, they don't want to work for people. They want to... They want to start their own thing. They want to do their own hustle. And so it's just like wherever a relationship fits into that. So, I mean, a lot of millennials are not even at whichever point in their life they are. They're not really focused on the relationship. And the ones that are focused on the relationship haven't found the right one yet. I mean, they get too focused. Yeah. I mean, just let it come. I think that's the main thing. People rush it that's why i feel like like people are so quick because it's like to jump the gun instead of like actually getting to know a person well microwave love that's all and it just n- nothing it doesn't come easy like that never will. it takes work it takes time and sometimes i feel like it's taking too long to meet somebody so i mean it's just people quick to give up i just i mean i don't even really know how to answer this question but I would just follow it up by saying you know don't be in a rush because a relationship is a commitment it is a full time -time job it is it's not even a full time job it's a full time job and working overtime constantly being on call it is like a relationship is work. It is no such thing as I don't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? It's constant. It's being there. It's being submissive. It's learning. It's stretching. It's growing. It's good times. It's bad times. So, I mean, I don't really feel like... I don't really feel like millennials have a problem with relationships and marriage. I feel like... We focus too much on negativity. Exactly. And focus on the wrong things or are not being patient enough. I mean, so I don't, I would just say, you know, just be patient because once you, like, don't rush into the situation because once you're in it, if it's not right for you, then it's going to cause more damage than it would if you were just, you know, being solo, doing your own thing. So, I mean, I don't know. Next question, yeah, pretty much. But next question would be how, will how does misogyny 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 affects relationships? You want to start off with no, that? Babe. Why? Who asks these questions? I, I'm not giving names. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> not a snitch. <laughs> if you want to skip, we can skip it. But you already asked the question. Go ahead and answer. it. Alright, so uh, I forgot what misogyny means. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, babe. Because you I'll just form- play, I'll just play, I'll just play. You formulated this list 
of questions. And these are all the questions people ask me. I just conjured them up. and they, I won't say conjured them up, but, but pretty much I just want people to make sure they understand what misogyny means because I know what it means. But just so people mean, because a lot of people still don't know what nothing means. They don't even know what nothing means. Uh, misogyny, dislike of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against women. Pretty much, if you hate women, why? Then pretty much you're gonna see women as nothing more than like an object. That's how it affects relationships. I feel like this question is too deep for. It's too deep for. Because I don't feel like going deep into this. This, I feel like we're gonna have to put this question on the board to be answered during another episode. Episode, okay. and I actually feel like. This would be a collaborative episode with somebody else. Ooh, I think. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, well, sorry. So, I mean, we're going to answer this question. But, see, this is this is why people don't ask you questions. Because you are supposed to be getting questions about us. Not about... <laughs> ah, that's how I phrased it. Then it's they gave probably, me that. It's probably how you phrase the question. But, whatever. This, But this question will be answered just not during this episode because I feel like in order to really do it justice, we we have to de- devote more time to it. And so we will answer the question, just not on this episode. All right, but I feel like this is something we are definitely passionate about answering. Why is God important in a relationship? Okay, I can go first on this question. In our relationship, that was one of the very first conversations we had because we had to make sure we were on the same page in some kind of way. We had to make sure that we were equally yoked. And so after we were DMing and then Kristen said, I'm debating on whether um, I should give you my number or get yours and I just gave him my number because I was not going to I was not going to text him or call him first (laughs) so I just gave him my number like when we talked on the phone that was one of the very first subjects we had a conversation about and it was about God Mm -hmm. and the consensus between the two of us was that in order if this was something that we were going to go into, if we were actually going to date and have a relationship, God would be our foundation. God would be in the center of our relationship. And so, I mean, that's something we discussed very early on before we were even in a relationship. What if you ran away? <laughs> and like, I feel like that is so very important because it helps to see if you're equally yoked. It helps to see if you're on the same page, a similar page in the same area, even if you're not on the same page, in the same area. Like having God in your relationship is so very important because it's times where your pride or your flesh will rise and it takes God, nobody but God to say, yo, chill. And then at that point, you have to say, okay, God, you're right. It's times where you're not, because you don't have an answer for everything. No matter how young or how old you are, you you do not have the answer for everything. But guess who does? God, like, 
very early on, we established that in our relationship. We we went to two separate churches at the time, and we we made sure to go to each other's churches. We made sure to discuss subjects. We made sure to pray together, fast together. Like that is very important. And I mean, it's <laughs> that's essential for our relationship. I feel like if people fact like factor God more into their relationships. Or just ha- like are more equally like even if you don't believe in God and if you do please um want salvation please hit us up in our uh, inboxes please we want salvation absolutely because we will pray for you we love you we, we love, love everybody you. but anyway we love you. but yeah but if especially if you are a God fearing person a believer of God no matter what your relationship is with God I feel like the relationship you have with God is key because if you know how God feels about you and even how and even the Bible itself gives steps on how to properly have a good healthy relationship and like literally if I feel like and that's why I feel like even though like there was I feel like God brought me and Kenny together at the right time because we were both prepped and how like and I walk spiritually for each other yep because honestly it was so many times Kristen and I could have met each other and it's kind of weird mm-hmm. like even when we just sit back and think about it and discuss it it's weird like the different times we could have met like when my best friend and her ex-boyfriend went to prom and christian christian and my best friend's ex went to the same school they were teammates like he was gonna come to um their prom send off but he and i was there but he didn't end up going or like I went to one of their football games I was cheering for somebody on the other team but I mean I was there and I was on the field or whatever and all of that stuff so I mean it was like just a couple different times where our paths could have crossed and then it becomes a point where you're just like dang if we would have met earlier then we could have started this love earlier and all of this but then just thinking back it's just like no because it wouldn't work it wouldn't have worked like it would have been it would have been toxic if we would have started our relationship years before then because it's just i wasn't in the i was very mean i mean i'm still mean but i'm a different kind of mean now then i was just like i didn't love myself (laughs) so it it would have it's very impossible to love somebody else when you don't even love yourself so i mean god's timing is always perfect and so that's why like i love our story and people love our story because it's just like it just shows god's timing Mm -hmm. god's perfect timing in our life and if we if we hadn't have been in God's right standing, if we hadn't have been pursuing God, then we wouldn't have even God would have been like, Nope, y'all not ready yet. <laughs> so I mean and even times like while we've been together, if we've gotten into like an argument or having a disagreement or something and like I'm very stubborn. So it's times where like Christian has literally prayed during those moments and that's what brought me out of it. Like, okay, 
fine. Let's talk. So, I mean, God plays a major role when you allow him to. And, I mean, that that tremendously blesses the relationship. Pretty much. Like, I don't have really nothing else to say add on top of that. It's just, like, it just adds a foundation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, if your relationship doesn't have a really foundation, if sex is the foundation, it's going to fall apart because life yep. happens and all of that. Because if it's based on lust, if lust is your foundation, okay, it's going to fall apart. If you just have regular love as the foundation, that can only go so far. If, because of, I don't understand that. But yeah, like, you just, foundations helps in like a, God's foundation is just perfect because I mean, there's how nothing. Can you, how can you build a house without a foundation? Exactly. Pastor, yeah, our pastor says this all the time. How can you, like, if your foundation is weak, it's going to fall apart. Like sex could fall apart any second. You get bored. Well, if well, if you freaking are a deviant, then you will get bored and stuff like that. And just look like literally, if, if this weak foundation is gonna fall apart, God is like the strongest foundation you could build something on. And like we have not failed because of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So next question is, how do we remain faithful and it's technically a two-part question. How do we remain faithful? And why do other couples get bored or lack something that leads to cheating? What? I can't tell anybody about other people's relationship. I can only tell people about my relationship. Mm-hmm. How do I remain faithful to you? You are the sexiest man I have ever laid eyes on. Like, I mean... It's just, with you, I mean, it's just always been easy for me to remain faithful to you. Ever since, like, even when we were talking and it was, like, it was times where we weren't, like, even if I wasn't communicating with you, I still wasn't entertaining anybody else. Like, even from jump and even... Once we started our relationship, I just, there's never been a point, there has never been anybody that has approached me where I'm like, dang, okay, he might give Christian a run for his money. It's never been that. And if somebody, like, because people are going to flirt with you no matter what, but you have to know how to cut it off. Like, you got to know. Because if not, then... If not, then it turns into something that could be harmful in the end. And so, I mean, I just, I've never had a moment where I'm just like, okay, I might cheat on this nigga. I've never, I've never had that moment. I've never had a moment where I wanted to confide in somebody more than I wanted to confide in you. I've never had a moment where I felt an attachment to somebody or even a fleeting flesh moment where I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, oh, no, I don't know. Like, so, I mean, but a lot of people, a lot of people haven't experienced that at this point, at whatever point they're in in their lives. So a lot of people do have those moments where they're like, I don't know. That one over there looking kind of good, but I just, 
I just don't have those moments because you have everything that I need, everything that I want, even things that I didn't know I needed, (laughs) even things I didn't know that I needed or wanted in a man, you have it. Like I look at you and I just feel and know that I am more than satisfied, that I will never need to look in another place, that I will never need to lean on another person for any of that. So, I mean, I guess it's just all about meeting that God person for you because, I mean, in my previous relationship, I did have a moment where I began to confide in someone more than I confided in my ex and that like that almost led to me cheating so I mean but with you I've never have I've never had that moment so I mean what you what you think yeah like you hit it right on the head like same like I don't find no woman more beautiful more sexy -er than Kenny anytime I see her like dang like that's I got me a good woman <laughs> like good looking woman great looking woman phenomenal looking woman and all that and like I be at work all the time and it's a lot of like good looking women that come through walking mm-hmm. in and out the store like I'm most of the time end up working the women's side mm-hmm. and all of that and part of my job is literally to talk and all of that talk 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 to women and all of that and it's like just the fact that like that talking don't ever leads to flirting like even like women like I had women like be like out there with me and all of that like I be in the fitter and helping with clothes like that they, they just did what they brought out or like trying to change their pants in front of me and stuff trying like to that die. that's all pretty much they're trying to die but like stuff like that I don't make them fit like it's not like oh man like damn she bad and all of that mm-hmm. like I never that never crossed my mind I'm thinking like man, man my chick thicker and look man she my chick is perfect in my eyes mm-hmm. so that like I don't even have to worry about being like faithful physically because like I'm so physically attracted to you and then just like emotionally and stuff like that like you're my friend on top mm-hmm. of that like my best Absolutely. friend so it's like with that I confide to you about anything even if it's like even if I'm pissed at you mm-hmm. which is like don't I could probably even count like one time, but even then I still confide in you mm-hmm. where I was like legit pissed at you, but like I would still talk to you because you're my friend. You're my best friend at the end of the day. And that makes it so much more easier to just be faithful to somebody. Cause it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You randomly meet somebody and then y'all just start talking, being cool and all of that. And then it's just like when, like if you don't have that type of relationship with your uh significant other where it's like where y'all have good communication and all of that and you just realize yo I could talk to this person about anything. I can't talk to uh who I have to be on like I could talk to you mm-hmm. and all that then that leads to problems and issues right there where cheating will happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to set your relationship up where it's like yo, it makes it so easy. Like for me it's so easy to be faithful. And I'm like, I have so many women friends, like, like, like I get along with a lot of my women coworkers and all that because I make them comfortable. I could talk to them and all that. 
mm-hmm. and they know it's not even in my mind be like no i ain't about to flirt with shorty yet like no like they don't have to worry about that they know and they even know not to even get there with me good and all of that <laughs> And even then, if something do happen, I let Kenny know. Absolutely. Cause it's just like, like when that African girl tried to move in on you, that one make that one statement at your very. I think it was your first work meeting, and she was new, and she sure. made a little comment. And shout out to my buddy Daytrail for checking her, and you for checking her. African chick. Yup, she ain't that African no chick. more. Just in case anybody was wondering. She gone. African chick. I don't even remember no African chick. <laughs> but you told me. Uh, That's the point I was trying to make. You always tell me. Like, one thing I will say, I don't always tell you when somebody flirts on me. Um, because, I mean. Because all I'm going to say is, like, luckily I wasn't. I beat that. So, <laughs> and this is one thing, like, I learned from my previous relationship, like. Yeah, so cool to tell me, but it's like I know, dude. Like that's just how niggas are. Niggas on the street will try to talk to you. She mm-hmm. works on the front desk at work. Niggas will try to talk to her mm-hmm. and all of that. And thing is with Kenny, I trust. Like that—that's just another thing. Trust. Like trust, I trust her. Yes. And all of that. And that's gonna lead to another question we're gonna get to later. So, but it's just like I trust her. She trusts me. I don't have to worry about about it and like even if she don't tell me every single time because then i'll be like this is a redundant ass story mm-hmm. and all of that it's just going to annoy me mm-hmm. so it's like oh okay all right thanks for letting me know dudes are goofy right yeah. i mean like and a lot of times women will do that because they need the nose like oh is he gonna care right but i already i already know exactly. like when when guys flirt with me, I be I don't need to stroke my ego. I got I have a fiance that does that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like <laughs> like and so a lot of times that's what women want when they tell their guy that hey this this guy says such and such and such and such about me. Like I don't can't no dude tell me nothing new. You know what I'm saying? And even if they say something. That you never heard, that I never, I'm just like, okay. Pretty much. Anyway, like, that stuff don't. Phase. It don't phase me at all. And another key thing, I'm just going to end this question. Like, just keep uplifting your partner. Just make sure oh, they feel special. Yes, absolutely. Like, if you're not doing that, then that just leads to, like, wacky thing where unfaithfulness will happen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, next question is, how do you find balance in your relationship? Want me to go first? Well, I was telling you to skip that question, oh, yeah. but yes, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, we'll just do it pretty brief, but it's pretty easy to find balance. Like, at the end of the day, like, when me and Kenny's not, like, we, in a perfect world, I would want to be around her all the time, but at the same time, like, I know I need my space. She needs her space. So it's just like, be, this goes back to being submissive. Like towards your partner, like if Kenny's having a bad day, had a bad day at work, or something's going on at home, and she just like I will just let her have her bubble time, and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Let her, like I'll call you, like she'll let me know, call me later. I won't trip, mm-hmm. or nothing like that. Or like with me is like, like I just played like after we get off the phone to go to bed, like I may play online with the guys for a little bit, or I might just throw on 2k and just play some 2k for a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's just like you just gotta know like keep your own you got like cat williams always say you gotta be your uh you always gotta be your own star player at the end of the day 
like, yeah, it's always best to keep yourself important, but at the same time, know your relationship is now a part of you, especially when you're saying you love this person. You have, like, to know, like, that person is now a part of you. That person's in your heart. So, like, no matter what, like, it's, like, that balance is going to happen. But at the same time, if you just not caring about yourself, just take your AL and keep it moving <laughs> at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you feel like you're overwhelmed, and your partner still don't get it, then that's a sign you need to go. Because a good, healthy relationship is going to have balance. Like, your partner won't force you to anything you won't do uh, that you don't want to do or feel comfortable doing and all of that. You know, I didn't think about that question in that context, so I'm glad we didn't skip it. But I think it's very important to... Have time for yourself because even though Christian is my everything, I always, always, always carve out time for myself because I cannot, I cannot love him properly if I, if my self care is lacking. My Angelou said, and this is from an African proverb that says, Dang, I, I'm not going to quote it exact. I'm just going to paraphrase. Be wary when a naked man offers you a shirt. Which basically, it just boils down to self-love. And so if I'm not loving on myself or caring on myself properly, I can't very well do that for Christian. And so I always make sure that I carve out time for myself and even then, it's also finding a healthy balance with my family, with my friends, with work. It's just learning to balance everything. And in the beginning, you... Okay, I'm not going to talk about anybody else. In the beginning, I did not get it right. And some people might even say that I'm not getting it right right now, but I'm trying to focus on planning this wedding so right now it doesn't count but um it's just like when you in the beginning I did not get it right because I was just infatuated with Christian so he was the only person I I wanted to be around but then I realized like I cannot isolate my friends or my family and that's something that I appreciate about Christian is because I'll be like, okay, I'm going out tonight with such and such. And he'll be like, okay, cool. Well, just call me before you leave and just, like, text me occasionally so I know you safe and everything like that. Um, and so, like, that's one thing or well, something else that I appreciate about him because he's not the type of guy that's like, nope, you can't go out with your friends. No, like no. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't trust he, niggas neither, but at the same time, I trust them more. I know. He like he not the type of guy that's like, no, you can't go out. No, you can't spend time with your family because let me tell you something. My family will like I will come home like from work or something and go in there just to speak to my family. And end up being back there for an hour. And he not that type of person that keep calling me. Or the type of person that ha- that I have to stay on the phone with all the time. Because he want to hear every little single 
thing that's going on, every sound, every everything. He not that person, you know what I'm saying? He, I'd be like, I'm in here with my family. And he'd be like, oh, whew, okay. Because even when he comes over, and even when he comes over, because we're about to go out and I'm getting dressed and I'll stop in there. And he'll see how it happens. Like, I just get locked in and then have to slowly ease my way out. And so it's about, you have to purposely do it. Like, it's not something that's going to happen because, like, if you don't purposely say, okay, this is how I'm going to balance my friends, my work, my relationship, myself, then everything or something is going to be neglected. And more than likely, the thing that's going to get neglected the most is yourself. And like I keep reiterating, you cannot... You cannot be your best self in a relationship if you're not taking care of and loving yourself. And so it's just very important to carve out that time for yourself, for your family, for your friends, and for your relationship. So it's something that you have to intentionally do. Okay, I like that. So the next couple of questions, they're not really about us, but it's just something that people just want to know. And all that. so somebody asks, why do people go through phones? We don't do that. No. And the funny thing is just hearing this question to get is funny. <laughs> because what was I know it? what you have to yeah. say because I was th- just thinking yeah. about that. Go so ahead. like, what was it? A few weeks ago, me, Kenny and her brother were uh, going to pick up a part for her car. So he randomly asked like, Yo, um, do you guys go? Th- do you guys do phone checks? <laughs> I just left my. I was like, phone checks. Phone <laughs> Christian checks. was so confused. Like phone check. What is that? Phone check. And I'm like, babe, to... that's when you go through your significant other's phone. And my brother was just like, well, clearly y'all don't, because Christian's confused. Yes, I, I really was. <laughs> I like people like literally like. I it's like yo, it's freaking it's Tuesday morning, motherfucker. Let me see your phone. <laughs> Like, I feel like if you get to the point where you feel like you have to check your significant other's phone, it has all gone downhill. And in love and all of that. Even if you like, (laughs) even if you randomly doing it, if you're looking, you're gonna find something. Exactly. And it may not even be. It'd be nothing. Also, it it's could not, be nothing. It could be nothing. But, nothing. but just the fact that you looked, you're not gonna be satisfied until exactly. you find something. Cause you can look and be like, okay, dang, it's nothing in here. Then you feel bad. You're then you goofy. feel bad for looking. So now you gotta keep looking until you find something. Then you find something, and you like, so what is this? And now you're arguing about nothing. Now you're arguing, you're arguing about, about something that happened. Toe. You're now arguing you... about a pinky toe picture. Well, why you got a pinky toe? Anyway, now you're <laughs> arguing about something. No, toe. I'm saying, why do you have a pinky toe in your phone? It's my Who's pinky sending toe. you? Why are you taking pictures of your pinky toe? Because I had a pretty pinky toe that day. No. <laughs> See? That's so how little So who's sending like. you pictures of their pinky toe? And when did you get a foot fetish, you sick freak? See? <laughs> See, exactly. See how Stuff it all like goes that. down here exactly. from there? So, uh, I just, I've never liked that. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Well, yeah, it's just, main, the main is what happens is people are insecure and goes back to people having trust issues. Like, it's just people legit have trust issues. Like Drake, mm-hmm. Drake made the song "Trust Issues," Whoa. and that 
and like it's a purpose it's really a reason why i never listen to that song because like a lot of songs on take care have soul ties soul ties are in those songs trust issues is one of them stop we knock the micro uh trust issues is one of them and uh doing it wrong definitely has a uh, has little like spirits in it where i could really like ruin your damn life if you listen <laughs> to it that's what happened to me uh literally I didn't like Trust Issue from Jump, so it was like it's a good song. While I was like, I'm not really rocking it, it's, it's a spirit in this song that Drake put in there. Like Drake was really hurt on Take Care, and then just and I love Take Care, but like that had to get deleted, and then Doing It Wrong had to get deleted too because it was spirits in that song too. Like Steve, I mean yeah, Stevie Wonder, <laughs> I almost called him Steve Harvey. I know Stevie Wonder <laughs> on the harmonica part. Literally, it was just like you sitting there, sitting there like reflecting on what Drake said. Then you apply it to yourself, and you like. I'm doing it wrong. And all that. then you send in text messages like, what the f- mm-hmm. <laughs> And all that. Things go left from there because of Drake. So, like, but in all seriousness, though, like, just insecurity. And then just, once again, with social media where you see people arguing about X, Y, and Z and who they talking to. And then you see these stupid memes and these mm, stupid oh fake God. tweets that uh a Bryce that, that not Bryson Tiller or not Drake posted or something like that or stuff like that. So you just sit and then you see mugs like Chris Brown doing stupid stuff every damn day, mm-hmm. and then you just sitting like, bro, why? Come on, mm-hmm. like. And then you just like I can't. And then be like, no, nah, I don't trust nobody. I barely trust myself. You're right. And I'm like, if you don't get your, your tenfold. Tenfold, two by four head ass up out of here, but yeah, that's just how. That's just why I did. It's just lack of trust, and then it just comes off goofy. Like I'm sorry, like exactly. Like Christian has the passcode to my phone, and Christian don't have a passcode on his phone. And I mean, I don't even. We don't even live that kind of life where it's like jumping every time. Like it. A lot of times, if Christian is out of data or his phone go dead, he'll just pick up my phone. And like just, uh, just scroll, just scroll on my Twitter or Facebook. If he sees something that's funny on on my Twitter, he'll he'll retweet it. Sometimes he'll tweet from my page, and not even on no corny, not even on no corny. Hey, this is the fiance. Well, I would never do that. that like I'm hacking on your page, stuff like that. Just on some. Oh, that was this was a funny tweet. I'm gonna respond to it. So I mean, I never. While like, sounding like her, so it don't sound too like. Cause I, know I mean, I wouldn't care, babe. But whatever. Um, and then That's like, <laughs> and then like, I could pick up his phone at any point and just like scroll through it. Like, I mean, exactly. Like then, scroll through his Facebook, like just looking at. Well, I really don't like some stuff your Facebook friends say. So, <laughs> but. I mean, like, we don't even live that kind of life. Pretty much. Where like, it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, no, he picking up my phone. Like, Christian have more selfies in my picture, in my in my phone, than I have in mine. Pretty much. And he'll just, like, he'll save memes and stuff to my phone and, like, go back. <laughs> and then he'll just, like, go back in my pictures and use one or something like that. And I never have to be like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Or I don't have like a hidden album or something like that. Exactly. It's just I don't know. I could, or I could be like either one of us could be like, "Babe, can you go in my phone, go through my text messages? Can you look for this address and this set of messages?" Like, you know. Exactly, because like if she gets a text, I let her know like, "Hey, uh, 
Yeah, Quisha texted you. Hey, Tori texted you. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Wop the Band texted you. Mm-hmm. Um, and vice versa. Exactly. So it's like, like, oh yeah, uh, the group chat keep going off. I'm out. Thanks for letting me know. Mm-hmm. I'll see what's going on later. Stuff like that. Or somebody calls. She tell me pick up. I'm like, okay. I won't say hello because then it's like, this deep ass nigga <laughs> pick up the phone. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, it's just like. Like I said, you just got to be real goofy at this point. Like, freaking grown as hell. Feeling like you got to go through people's stuff. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Last question. Last question. Um, So, this one came from a meme that somebody sent me, but at the same time it was funny. And I had to answer it. So, it was like, of does course. a real man need to cut off any woman that threatens your relationship? And if he has any excuses, he means he's a boy. That's the thing. Stop putting relationship, whether relationship stuff back to manhood, because that dude could be doing what if he doing and he still have excuses. Like he could be a grown man and still have excuses. Like shut up with that. But anyway, if anything, if any woman is threatening your relationship, you need to like either any person, any person. Like it could don't even need to be a woman. Unless it's like unless yo. Unless it's like a parent or family, like close family member, and they're saying some stuff that's like legit real, then okay. But if they overreact and it's just like kiss my butt and all of that, mm-hmm. like you're tweaking and all that. But like any person, like any person, could be a threat to a relationship. But it's like it's the difference between being like threat, threat, and just being like oh, because like. Sometimes like it, they not even really a threat. It's just to them they come up like to your center. It could be a threat, but it's like it's a difference. Cause I have a lot of women friends, and all of that. And even for, once again, before me and Kenny got together, I knew which ones I had to cut off, which ones I had to get, which ones I could keep, and know like we gonna be cool at the end of this, no matter what. Like we could be good friends at the end of the day. We will remain cool, and all of that. And it was even some real good women friends I had where we were just talking about. I was like, no, it's just not gonna work. I got to cut you off or we're just going to be like, yeah, you good? All right, cool. All right, walk the band. Mm-hmm. And playing it simple. So it's like, that don't have nothing to do with like being a real man. It's just being, you want a smart, healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, it's common freaking sense, motherfucker. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's just common sense. If you want a healthy relationship, you should know without who you want in a relationship, who you want to be cool with. Because at the end of the day, you know who's right for you at the end of the day. You know who's right for you. You know who's right and all of that. Leave it at that. So, anything you want to say involving this or you good? Cut off anybody that threatens your relationship. Boom. End of story. Facts. So, that was a nice long episode of No Chill on the Podcast. Anything, any lasting thoughts you want to? say or I think the main thing is don't be in a rush for a relationship if you are single use that time to reflect use that time to work on yourself use that time to get closer to your God like just Use that time because once you're in a relationship, you're going to have to figure out how to navigate with 
another another being another human who's different from you even if you guys have so many similarities you're going to be different in some ways so then you're going to have to spend that time learning that person getting to know them which means which is going to mean adjusting the way you spend your time so I mean and I know that sometimes it can seem like oh my god it's taking forever like oh my god I'm ready to be in a relationship but believe me everything happens in God's perfect timing and when God brings that person into your life it's not going to be easy but it's going to be worth it so I mean you know just don't be in a rush for it just allow allow God to bring that person into your life when God knows that you're ready not when you feel like you're ready like you've been waiting forever like you know just just you know chill yeah pretty much all I gotta say like I definitely co-sign what Kenny just said but at the same time just patience is gonna be your best friend with it and just know that it's it's somebody for everybody Mm -hmm. don't let this like oh well ain't no more good men left and all that if you have that mindset you're just doomed for failure you're just setting yourself up for failure and all of that it's just like just be open but at the same time keep your standards and morals up at the same time because you don't know who you're going to meet you don't know how you're going to meet them Mm -hmm. you probably already met them and you chased them off but at the same time you just rekindle it at the end of the day patience is going to be the thing and at the same time don't let the negativity of social media relationships throw you off. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let past relationships throw you off mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you're going to be good at the end of the day. Like I said, I want everybody to be just as happy as I am. Same. And I want that for my friends, family, and even people I just know through social media and stuff like that. I want mugs to have, like, that joy, that the love I have for Kenny. I want them to feel it for somebody else. Same. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. But it's your boy, Chris J on the mic. Feel free to follow me on Twitter. But at the same time, don't follow me. But if you want to follow Bye. me, go ahead and follow me. I'm just playing. I'm just um, copying somebody else that I know who on Twitter who do the same on their podcast. <laughs> but follow me on uh, Twitter at deep underscore Chris underscore J. And it's Kenny G. You can follow me on Twitter at the Kenny G T H E E K E N N E G. Alright, y'all. This is episode four. Episode five will be coming in the near future. Hope you like it. Enjoy it. Wipe the band, do what you gotta do. Oh yeah. F Donald Trump. <laughs> he's probably not gonna make it these four years. He keeps saying eight, but he's probably not gonna touch four. Bay. This is a relationship. I'm just, I'm just letting it out now. But anyway, but episode's done and dead and gone now. Keep it easy. Dead and gone. Well, okay, I take that back. Oh my goodness. But anything. See what happens when you start going on a tangent about stuff. Exactly. But anyway, y'all, peace and love. Chicken grease. Get you some Harold's mouth sauce. But in the episode.